Blessed be the name of the Lord. Glory to God. Let's open our Bibles to a couple of scriptures this morning. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 29 verses 31 to 35. Genesis chapter 29, 31 to 35 and 1 John chapter 4 and the 19th verse. Let's hear somebody reading it for us. When the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, he opened her womb, but Rachel was barren. So Leah conceived and bore a son, and she called his name Reuben. For she said, The Lord has surely looked upon my affliction. Now therefore my husband will love me. Then she conceived again and bore a son and said, Because the Lord has heard that I am unloved, he has therefore given me this son also. And she called his name Simeon. She conceived again and bore a son and said, Now this time my husband will become attached to me because I have borne him three sons. Therefore his name was called Levi. And she conceived again and bore a son and said, Now I will praise the Lord. Therefore she called his name Judah. Then she stopped bearing. Amen. Hallelujah. One more scripture, 1 John chapter 4 and the 19th verse. We love him because he first loved us. Amen. We love him because he loved us first. How many of you love Jesus? Any of you love him because knowing this fact that he loved you first. Amen. You smile at him because he smiled at you first. Praise the Lord. Amen. Some of you have lost your smile because you forgot his smile. I pray that this morning you will remember the fact he's rejoicing over you. He's smiling at you. He doesn't like you to be tired and grumpy. Hallelujah. I want you to know the fact he's smiling at you. He loves you. I don't know where you are coming from. Praise God. Which wastebasket that you are coming from. But there is something that God's joy, God's smile can do in your life. Amen. I don't know what is the smell that you are carrying. I don't know somebody cheated on you. I don't know somebody has uh, spoken against you. I don't know somebody has uh, wrongly misinterpreted your intentions. I don't know what's happened with you. But what I know is God is for you. You just heard that. And what I know is He loves you. And with all that you are going through and gone through, He still has put a stamp on your life. He still marked you. He still chosen you because He predestined you to be His and His alone. He told the devil, Jacob is mine. That's what the Bible says. He said, Jacob is mine. He said, whatever Jacob is, he is a thief, he is a deceiver, he is a cheater, he runs from people, he runs from God. But let me tell you, Jacob is mine. Praise the Lord. I don't know what has happened to you. God is saying, you are his. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, all those who are his, depart from iniquity. Because you are a chosen vessel of God. There are things that is going to, that are going to happen in your life that, that is for good. Amen. There are things that you are going to forcefully by the Spirit of God is going to take from one place into another place. There is going to be a supernatural transportation over your life this morning. Transportation into the purpose of God. How many of you believe that? Amen. Hallelujah. A heavenly transportation. Glory to God. And the Bible says He loved us because of that. We love Him. We don't mind the God who loves us taking anywhere He wants us to be. The very purpose of love, the very purpose of grace, the very purpose of the mercy of God, it was to get us into the custody of God. How many of you want to be in the God's custody? The English word for custody is commitment. Praise the Lord. Commitment comes from the word custody. How many of you want to be in the custody of Jesus? How many of you trust yourself in God's custody? We have been in man's custody. We have been in the custody of the courts uh, uh, with cases uh, that is against us. We are, we are in custody of sin, custody of death. With all that is happening on one side, all that we need to do for one answer to take away all the custody that the enemy has and hold us is to put yourself in the custody of Jesus. Paul calls himself 
the bond servant of Jesus Christ. He said, I was set free from the slave of sin and death to be a slave of Jesus Christ. The greatest security that one can have is to be a slave of Jesus Christ. How many of you want to be a slave of Jesus Christ? Praise the Lord in the custody of Jesus Christ. I came to tell you this morning, God wants to be your custodian. Jesus Christ wants to be your custodian. How many of you think the best way to raise up our children is to put in God's custody? Amen. The schools that they need to go, the education that they need to have, the career they need to have, the ministry that they're going to rise them into. All this thing to happen in the right time is to put them in the custody of God. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. The word in English Bible is commitment. Because he loves us, we need to be committed to him. The very purpose of love is commitment. Amen. So many people, even married people, does not know that the purpose of love is commitment. It to be in the custody. Praise the Lord. I believe God loves everyone. God loves the world. And when you become born again, receiving Jesus Christ, the gospel of salvation over your life, in that one moment, you understand that the greatest asset in your life is His love. The moment you receive Jesus Christ, the Bible says you are transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God's love. And that is the time, even if you have a choice to go back to the darkness. You will say, I'm so secure in the kingdom of love that I will never return back into darkness. How many of you have that privilege to understand the blindness that was over you from seeing Jesus Christ? Hallelujah. Not as a carpenter's son, not as a prophet, not as a lawmaker, but Jesus Christ who came to save the humankind, the human from the power of sin and death and to put you in a place called heaven. That's salvation. That happens even as I'm listening, even as you are listening to this word. You say, Lord, all my life, if this is the law that I'm going to save, if this God is going to be for me all the days of my life, I am making a choice. I am making a decision to be in his custody for a left entire life. Amen. God loves everybody. But then when you understand that he loves me, I daily get up in the morning and I remind myself that every decision that I make I make Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior I make acknowledging that he is my lover and those people God awakened them into new things God loves everybody but God gives special awakenings Amen to people who are committed to him. The Bible says he looks up in the morning and see who is committed. He strengthens those who are loyally or committed to him. Praise the Lord. John 2 says he did not do special things for everyone. And John 2 says people believed in Jesus. Everybody believed. But he did not believe them. He committed himself to the one who was committed to him. Amen. God does special things, awakenings, revivals to the one after receiving the love, after receiving the grace, refocus that love and say, Lord, what is that you want me to do? That's what great apostle did. What is that you want me to do? Praise the Lord. We want a God who wants to ask us, what is that? you want me to do we are so used to praying I have messages in my phone people say pastor ask Jesus to do this for me ask Jesus to do this for me he will do it 
But so many people after that, nothing happens because they don't go back. They don't they forget the fact that I'm supposed to be in God's custody. Praise the Lord. So many ate the bread. So many drank. Uh, 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 I mean, received the miracles. But they all went and did what they want to do. Bible says Israel has got out of with a mighty hand and outstretched arm with mighty miracles. But they all fell on the way. Because the Bible says after they got out, they did not mix the word of God with faith. And they fell. After they got out, they complained. They murmured. They said, we want to be in our own custody. All the snakes came. All the problems came. All the wilderness came. All the people came to oppress them. All the people came to bring them into their stronghold. It's because Israel forgot Jesus. Forgot God. This morning, when God blesses us, we still say, Lord, I your custodian. You are my custodian. I'm committed to you. What is that you want me to do? Hallelujah. In John chapter 2, the Bible says, why did the miracle happen? Because there were some servants there who was open to see the heart of Jesus. Who was open, who was committed to see God's heart to do the supernatural. Amen. Jesus was invited to Cana, we know that. His first miracle he did in a family, we know that. Even this morning, God is about to do some miracles in families. Amen. The eyes of the enemy are going to depart from the families that has been set apart unto God. I call every family set apart to God. A presence of sickness, a presence of disease, a presence of cancer, a presence of divorce, a presence of separation is going to leave your life in the name of the Lord. Stress, tension, worry. Hallelujah. But why did that miracle happen? Because there were servants who were committed, who were open to do what God wanted them to do. Amen. Hallelujah. In the earlier days, you know, sometimes, you know, we are so used to a good message, we forget that we want to be committed to Jesus. Mary said, Mary said, be in Christ's custody, do what he asks you to do. Amen. That's what Mary said. All those who love Mary, that's what he said. He didn't say, I will tell what you do. He said, what Christ do it amen hallelujah whatever he says supernatural happen Christian life is not superficial it's supernatural amen. if you're committed to him if you're in Christ custody hallelujah praise the Lord can you imagine being in custody how many of you want to be in God's custody? Amen. Amen. I remember in the earlier days, it was not about a good message, preach and go. It was about tangible presence of God. I used to preach like this. That's why in the end of this uh, uh, year, 2018, you know, I, I'm coming back to the old mode of preaching. It was not about finishing a message. It was not about explaining a word of God it was about sensing the tangible hand of God moving amen praise the Lord so even today it's not about finishing a message it's about transforming lives hallelujah it's about carrying that pot and filling your life with the word of God and waiting for a miracle praise God even as you are I'm pouring the word of the living God over you filling the pot full of the word of God you've already heard the word and when the brim comes hallelujah praise the Lord when you fill the word of God to the brim God said now I'll take over 2018 God is going to take over 2018 praise God God is going to take over there's going to be a spiritual takeover a supernatural takeover say God is going to take over my family God is going to take over my ministry God is going to take over my finances God is going to take over my children God is going to take over my impossibilities come on come on 
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. A takeover. Look at two people and say, the day of takeover. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Isn't it amazing? Three days in John chapter 6, people gave to Jesus. Three complete days. They were committed. They came from everywhere. On their foot, the Bible says. They came into the wilderness. Amen. And Jesus was the pastor there. They were like sheep without a shepherd, the Bible says. Jesus was the pastor. He said, I'm going to be a pastor. And the Bible says he was moved with compassion. Isn't it amazing? Anything God is about to do, he's always moved with compassion. He put himself in their shoes. They were tired. They were weary. Pastor's greatest frustrations is not people having problems. Pastor's greatest problem is people are not committed. Amen. Hallelujah. Because if you're committed like those people, in three days, the spirit of lack was broken. Ah, come on. Praise the Lord. They were committed. They were in the custody of Jesus for three days. And they went out with no lack. Ah, come on now. Come on now. Come on now. It only takes three days to break a spirit of lack from your life. Oh, come on. Where are you lacking? Mike Mudok, the man of God said, so many people are missing so many things in their lives is because they have not some valued. They have not valued. They have not valued something they should have valued. Do you value these three hours? Do you value your family life? Do you value your, your finances? Do you value a good person who is working under you? Praise God. If you have valued them, you would not have missed them into their, in your life. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Do you value His presence this morning? Hallelujah. One day in His presence is thousand days elsewhere. It is a, one day is better than thousand days elsewhere. Hallelujah. Thousand into 365. 365 into 1000 How many mathematicians are here? What is 365 into 1000? Huh? 365,000 That was my, my maths was like Same to you 365 into 1000? 365,000 What doesn't happen in 365,000 hours? Praise the will happen in 12 hours praise the lord in 48 hours praise the lord hallelujah come on church somebody this morning glory to god one day is better than thousand days elsewhere hallelujah they valued jesus they went behind him they were hungry hallelujah other day I was praying and the Lord showed me a big net. I said, Lord, I've cast out many nets in the past. But he said, this net is not like that. This nest, this net that I'm asking you to cast out, there has a speciality. That particular net that Peter cast out had 153 rare fish. And he said, cast out a net. I will bring the Elijahs and the Elishas. I will bring the Nathaniels and the Matthews. I will bring the Lukes and the Johns and the Pauls. There are some rare fish in the city. that are chosen. Hallelujah. I'm going to bring them into this net. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, 2018, that net is going to be cast. And the rare fish are going to come along for the glory of God. I said, I want to be a church with rare fish. Praise God. You are rare. If you're already here, you are rare. Praise God. You are rare. Look at you people and say, you are rare. Glory to God. You are rare. Amen. Hallelujah. God is going to bless our nets. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. But behind that, there was a committed Peter. Yeah. He suddenly understood he's called and he's chosen and he's restored from his backsliding and he understood the purpose of this love is to take this fish. Hallelujah. To Jesus' presence. 
That's our purpose. The purpose of our ministry is to take you into the very presence of Jesus. Hallelujah. When you look through the Bible, so inspiring to read the story of committed people. Amen. Hallelujah. So frustrating to read the people who quit before their time. Even in the church. Sometimes you're delighted to read people. Like the church of Philadelphia. They had little strength and they did not deny the name. Praise the Lord. Alpashakti Praise the Lord. So inspiring. I don't know that you are so a spiritual giant. I don't care. You might have little strength. You are, hallelujah, pleasing, hallelujah. Committed people with little strength. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you with me, church? How many of you are here? Hallelujah. Who wants to be committed to him? This talk will awake you. Hallelujah. Make you strong and inspiring. Praise the Lord. God's anointing is going to come over your life. That your life is going to be inspiring to somebody. Not disappointing to your family. They will read in 2 Corinthians 4 and the 4th verse says, We are his newspapers. What are people reading looking into our lives? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Today every problem, every sin, every addiction people want to see, they should come into the church. Every nonsensical thing, where is it? In the church. That's not what Christ said. His love will set us free. His grace will set us free. Every addiction, especially when I entered here as I was praying behind the doors, sexual addictions are going to be broken. Mm. Over your life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Some of you, because you did not cast that care upon the Lord, you became careless. Amen. Bible says cast your care upon Jesus, not being careless. Amen. But if you are going to cast that care, that addiction, that hidden private addictions in your sexuality are going to be free. You are going to go free from addictions this morning. Every demon that is, hallelujah, questioning your morality is leaving your life this morning in the name of the Lord. You are the righteousness of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Just imagine. God wants us to be committed. Hallelujah. Amen. Just imagine if our body parts, one of the body parts not committed to our body, what will happen? We won't. Function. Make it easy to understand. If some of you don't go to party for 100 days, what will happen? You eventually will die. Because all the toxic waste. Praise the Lord. Something is not happening. Amen. Some of you, hallelujah are toxic so many toxic you're not committed to the lord you have not cast the cares you have not spoken to the lord for a long time lot of commit toxic waste you have accumulated in your life we have to flush it out the bible says perfect love flush out every fear raise a fear of death fear of addiction fear of porn fear of being unfaithful fear of hallelujah losing out fear of missing out it's all accumulated it's taking our life This morning, fear whether I will see my breakthrough is leaving your life. That's right. Fear of whether I will see my breakthrough. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The devil is looking for someone to devour. But how many of you know 
when you know that God loves you so much, it's not easy to devour. But what he tried to do is to deceive us from the sincere commitment to Jesus. Paul said, I fear like Eve was cunningly, craftily deceived by the serpent. I too fear for Corinth church that you will be deceived from your sincere commitment to Jesus. Amen. You know what's the difference between devour and deception? If you devour, you will recognize. If you are deceived, you will not know. The devil is willing, hallelujah, to go his maximum to reach to you. But God is willing to go it all. Praise the Lord. He will climb, jump over the mountains. He will take the extra step, an extra jump to take you back. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Adam and Eve were in the garden of experience. Garden of Eden was never spotted by the Bible scholars. It was never a place called Garden of Eden. It was an experience where God's oversupply. Amen. I'm in the Garden of Eden. I don't know about you. I'm supplied and oversupplied. Praise the Lord. I'm not just speaking about financially. In all ways, my peace is oversupplied. My joy is oversupplied. My family life is oversupplied. Praise the Lord. If the tea is willing, my children will be also oversupplied. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When you feel free, pray for the peace willingness. <laughs> Everything I have is oversupplied. I have a spiritual father who is like 10 spiritual fathers. I'm oversupplied. Praise the Lord. I have a church. Although it's only 200, it's like oversupplied. Like 2,000 feel sometimes. Not always, but sometimes. I'm praying that I'll feel like that always. Oversupplied. Adam and Eve were oversupplied. And they were so committed. Till they heard they would walk with Jesus in the cool of the day. Hey, come on, Lord. Let's walk. They were so warm to each other. When you are in an experiential atmosphere and a climate like that, you are warm with the Lord. You are warm in your prayers. You are warm with each other. You hold hands together into the presence. Just imagine Adam and Eve holding their hands together. And the moment they found the devil, God never asks you to find the devil. He will find you. Praise the Lord. Bible says he will come. He will be put to shame. He will go. You only resist him. When he comes, resist him. Bible says he will come in one way, but he will flee and say, Oh, come on, come on, come on. Hallelujah. Even this morning, I know he has come, but he has fled here. This place is free. That's why, watch out, miracles are going to happen. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. People are going to be saved, healed, delivered, watch out. Suddenly they became independent. They found the devil, they spoke to the devil, they listened to the devil, now they committed to the devil. They could have taken the apple till here. It's not apple. And just for you to understand. Apple kind of looking fruit till here. But they were committed to eat it. Hallelujah. Because at that moment they forgot everything God. I was predestined. I was called. I was chosen. I was testified. I mean, I'm called to increase in my health. At that one moment they forgot. Amen. Devil is a good advertiser. 
Praise the Lord. He will advertise air conditions that brings nothing but heat. He will advertise fruit that brings nothing but poison. He will advertise marriages that brings nothing but infidelity. He will advertise boyfriends that brings nothing other than depression. The rest of the things I can't say. He will bring prophets that prophesy over you and say, hey, you're great calling in the church, man, or pastor, man, you can't be here, man. That also he will bring false prophets, they are called. Beware. Trying to scatter you from the flock. But if you're committed to the Lord, who cares? Who cares? If you're speaking to the devil, he will give you a video game called Snake and Ladders. <laughs> you, you were right on the top. <laughs> Spoke to the snake. <laughs> How many of you have a Snake and Ladder? I said all these things. You understand, it's good to be committed. How many of you want to be committed? We'll come, we'll come to the text and I'll just suddenly to go through it. We come to the text what we read about Leah being unloved. Oh, this is enough. Should we keep this commitment topic for next week? You want to worship for some time? Amen. Praise the Lord. You want to hear more? How many of you want to hear more? Just lift your hands and just praise the Lord for one, two minutes. Victory by the blood of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Let your word distill like dew, Lord. Fall into the hearts, into the lives of people in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory, we give you honor. Thank you, Jesus. I'm gonna sign it to your Shakti, I'm gonna mind me, Narangamara. Every visitations of the enemy, I break its power over God's people in the name of Jesus. Every blindness to be removed in the name of the Lord. Oh, I pray God's awe of God's fear of God to fill their hearts, fill their lives. God's wisdom to fill their hearts, fill their life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. When you look into the life of Leah, from the outside, she doesn't look glare, I mean glaring and inspirational and all that. But inside, she was woman who was committed to God. The Bible says she was unloved, was not attractive to Jacob, but she was loved by God. How many of you are here, when the world looks at you, you are not attractive, you don't appear great, but God loves you. The Bible says she was hated. Let me tell you a message in that. The very reason that you are hated is the very reason that God loves you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The very reason that you are hated is the very reason that God loves you. Amen. Bible says she was hated, but God loved her. Hallelujah. Amen. Jacob hated her, did not give anything special, but God loved her and opened a womb. God is about to open your womb. God is about to open your fruitfulness. God is about to open something special for you. Oh, come on, somebody. Because God gives something for everyone. There is nobody who comes here who goes out with nothing. God gives something for everyone. 
എല്ലാവർക്കും എന്തെങ്കിലും കൊടുക്കും നല്ലൊരു കണ്ടെയ്നർ ആയിരുന്നു പുറത്തുനിന്ന് നോക്കുകയാണെങ്കിൽ സംസ്ഥാൻ യു കാൻ സീ ദ കണ്ടെന്റ് ബട്ട് ഫ്രം വെൻ യു ലുക്ക് ഫ്രം എറൌണ്ട് യു യു വിൽ സി ഗുഡ് കണ്ടെയ്നർ കണ്ടെയ്നർ കാണുമ്പോൾ അറിയാൻ സംതിങ് ഗുഡ് ഇസ് ഗോയിങ് ടു ബി ഇൻസൈഡ് ഇറ്റ് ഇസ് നോട്ട് ഷി വാസ് നോട്ട് ഗിഫ്റ്റ് റാപ്ഡ് ബട്ട് ഷി വാസ് ഗിഫ്റ്റഡ് ഷി വാസ് ഗിഫ്റ്റഡ് ഹൗ ഡസ് വൈ വാസ് ഷി കമ്മിറ്റഡ് ടു ഗാഡ് you can see four names that is mentioned in the bible number 1 reuben number 2 simon number 3 levi number 4 judah all these four things speaks about the struggles that she had to go through to be accepted i don't know how many of you are going through a struggle this morning to be accepted and to be loved the bible says she gave birth to her first child and she named him Reuben because the bible says god has seen me hallelujah everybody ignored me but god saw me god blessed me because i was hated god saw what is the extent of hate that i'm hated with so god bless me hallelujah greater extent i don't know how much extent of where you are hated but that will be the extent and greater will be the extent god's hand reaching out to you oh come on church come on sometimes you don't understand she didn't understand what jacob hated i mean some i mean sometimes you don't understand why am i hated why am i so unloved what have i done to get this down on my knee i found my savior down on my knees i found the lord not in a mountain or in a valley but by on my knee but she found the lord hallelujah god opened her that's why receiving jesus christ as your only lord and savior is so important because nobody will notice what god notices about you pray god know what god can bring from within you nobody else can bring from within you praise the lord suddenly imagine an un- unloved person the scene changed she's loved now when god puts his hand you become important don't try to be important by yourself nee thanne pradhanyam edukkan nokkanda devathinte karam varumbol devathinte pradhanyam irangi varum oh hallelujah we don't have to advertise our church when god's hand come upon our church our name and fame will go throughout hallelujah jesus did not advertise himself bible says the power he came out of the wilderness with power and the bible says his name and his fame spread people deny you the oxygen of god's love she married somebody who does not see her good who does not love her hallelujah who does not notice her but when you receive jesus christ a believer understands that god loves me Let me tell you something my brother my sister there is nothing good in your old life there is nothing good in your old life all that is good is your life with Jesus because not it's a born again it's a new thing because he sees you and he understands you that's it so many people think coming to the church going to a born again church it's a cult or it's a new thing and it's one more no it's because he sees you every time you come here and you go with this understanding he sees me after i leave here oh he comes with you ninda kooda varum nee endona rakshikapadunnathu avane mathram ninne kaananum manasilaakkuvanum pattullu praise allah you have to believe that for yourself adu nee thanne manasilaakkanam hallelujah 
not just to get married or to get the new contact. No, because he's the one who sees me and who understands me. The old wretched man I am. He's undone. The whole life you are undone. Look at your heart. It's full of misery. We are sick of our own heart. Our old conniving self. Spiteful, jealous heart. The sins of our hidden heart. You can't change by your own strength. It is when you accept His grace. Accept His love. Accept this God who sees you. It changes you. Your self-righteousness cannot do a single thing. But His blood that flows from Emmanuel's veins deep move deep into your lives touches the points in your life where you need that aid and put a mark there so that the devil cannot come back oh, oh, the devil will not be able to come back The first son she understood God loves me in the second son it means Simon the second name means Simon which means God has heard me amen it speaks about hearing him hearing the one who has heard my cry how many of you know faith comes by hearing and not by holidays faith comes by hearing and not getting degrees faith comes by hearing and not seeing picturing positive waterfalls faith comes by hearing and not going into konark restaurant after the church faith comes by hearing and not eating a good steak your faith Bible says not being in weak in faith Abraham believed he did not consider Sarah's womb to be dead nor himself consider that he was old but believed that one who has called him he was fully convinced that one who has promised him he is fully able to perform what he promised come on church he is fully able to perform Romans 4 and the 20th verse what he has promised he heard him Look at the stars above. Look at the stands below. He heard him. Anybody who has heard him cannot make a wrong move. Jeremiah. In Jeremiah chapter 1. Why did Jeremiah become a prophet? Because the Bible says he heard from the Lord that have chosen you, that have set you apart even before the foundations of the world, even before you are knitted in your mother's womb, I've chosen you and have set apart you to be a prophet and to a mouth for into a nation to the world. He heard it. Oh, I'm imparting faith into your life this morning. I'm releasing faith. Put your intelligence in the car and coming here. Some of you are too intellectual. Some of you are after hearing the word for so many years. Still here. Bible says in James 1.21 to receive the engrafted word that can stick into your soul. Implanted word, engrafted word. What is skin? How many of you have ever had a skin graft? Praise the Lord. You take the skin from one place, hold it till in the actual place you need to be grafted hold it till it became a part of that body that place that's what the word of God does you have to take this word put it in that place where you need a help where you need, where you are serious put that word there till it become one with that till it the word of God takes over that area take the engrafted word what is not in that place put that word there Put that word, study it, meditate on it, preach over your life. Take a peace, take a power, take that grace. Where you don't have something, put it there. 
and suddenly you will see that personality that your family has you have God gave you that word your family were nobody you are somebody because you put that word there you implanted that word there you grafted that word there nobody in your family was nice but you become nice Petra Church need to put some nice word into your life. Be nice to people. Hallelujah. I'm not speaking about Sunday. You go out, be nice to somebody. Tell the police officers, be nice. Look at your husband, be nice. Wife, nice. Nobody in your family has ever become a millionaire. You become one because you chose to put that word. You will be the first pastor in your family. Your behavior will change. Your appetite will change when you put that word. Tap somebody and said, your appetite is about to change. It doesn't get after two days. You need to put it there till the word hover over there and become a part of that place. Amen. Not just coming on a Sunday. And the but you have to keep it there. Keep it there. Keep it there. Hallelujah. Number three. The third child named him Levi, which means to be committed. That's where I'm going to pray with you. To be committed. To be committed. So many wedding ceremonies we attend. But people are not married anymore. They're not committed. One storm is enough to break their commitment. Some of you, five storms. You you will survive five storms. Even in church I see. Five storms are enough to break your marriage. What is the commitment? Bible says you are put your house and family on the sand. Husband is not the problem. Wife is not the problem. Children are the problem. You are all a part of the problem. Only if you understand, you will all become a part of the answer. Oh, come. We are not able to withstand a small storm because we are not committed. People are not committed to church. The moment you correct them, they leave. They are not committed. You need to be joined. You need to be responsible. You need to reciprocate. You look at your life and say on one side, what all I've received. And then you go and to the other side, what all I've given. You will get all your answers. You add all that you got. And how much have you given? The reason for lack of commitment is when you have received, you need not know that the purpose of receiving from God, receiving from people was to give it back. You read the entire book of John. It's about receiving love, giving love. Receiving love, giving love. Receiving love, giving love. The true sign of a born-again believer is that he loves his brethren. Bible says this is the sign that you are passed from death unto life, that you love each other. If you don't love each other, you have to ask yourself whether I'm truly born again. I'm not speaking about the emotional unforgiveness and hatred for a season. But if you're operating that, a true born again Christian cannot operate in hatred. Some of you are thinking, oh, I'm born again. I remember going with pastor to Punjab so many years back, maybe 10 years back. And it was the same pastors who were trying to put an explosion there, put a, to kill us. The same people who call themselves pastors operating in hatred to stop. The one who came to interrupt it, pastor took the gun from his hand and he said, Look at my Bible. My Bible is more powerful than your gun. I don't know what is the devil about to shoot you. But this word of God is more powerful. Rampa Kashankara Bhatereshya. Ronte menes, pronte ne menes diya. 
if you believe god will give you the check that is your check against the enemy it's done every kind of thing that the devil is against god is about to bring a change you need to be committed to the job or the family whatever you need commitment to the church to your gifting to your talents to your calling everything happens when you're committed hallelujah be like reuben we like simon but we don't like levi we don't like levi we like anniversaries and parties and birthdays and kitty parties but we don't like commitment you will never become what god has called you to be without commitment church we need to be a committed church it's not another sunday message it's my heart's message we need to be committed this season very reason why i preach so much about love grace favor is all that so that it be all focused back to what god has called us to be if you're not committed at the end of your life tabitha just mentioned that your god has already have a destiny and end but if you're not committed at the end you will be sad hallelujah god forgave your mistakes but god forgave you so that you'll be committed placed as a member in the body of christ god has a right placement you have to be there to function properly otherwise devil will put you in his casket before your time in the this morning i'm telling you over your life that you will not enter into your casket you will not die before your time because god has predestined and glorified and a plan over your life there is a spirit of death that is trying to kill your marriage kill your children kill them while they are teenagers before fulfilling the word of god i cancel it in the name of the lord i bind the spirit of death i command it to leave in the name of the lord i speak for the health and wholeness over your family over your church over your job over your assignment the god has put over your life in the name of jesus the opposite to commitment is to be casual amen Don't be casual about your talent. Don't be casual about your family. Don't be casual and camouflage your life over your ministry and your marriage. Only in commitment you can become a hundred percent man, hundred percent woman. You cannot say I can marry. I mean, I want. I, you can't say I want to marry thousand women. You can't. How many of you want to marry thousand women? I mean, I have to put a hat off to you. You cannot be committed to 100 jobs. You cannot be committed to five churches. Take your commitment seriously. Who friends would you become? The one who will invest back to you. After all that investment, somebody who reciprocate back emotionally, spiritually, financially. Amen. Some people have a outward appearance, but the final product is bad. we want to be committed how many of you want to committed even in ministry so many people say pastor i'm committed but god sees how many rehearsals that you come that's your commitment amen look at paul look at timothy look at people of grace and faith they were all committed hallelujah one pastor said our best singers are not up here our best pastors are not up here they're all sitting down and listening because they were not committed the one who are here are the faithful and the true and the one who has focus come on church committed people bring the giants down david was committed he was taking care of the small sheep committed while we have a small church so that the church grew will still be committed hallelujah we have sort of informations no commitment will become a liability instead of asset hallelujah how many of you want to be committed we want to skip this level and go to judah what is judah shout praise there is no point of praising and shouting without commitment 
Hallelujah. We have, a, we have no impartation. We want sex, but we don't want to pay bills. We want benefits, but no responsibilities. You want a good husband, but you can't be a good wife. Come on, don't get married and sit by yourself. Wife can't speak to you. Then why do you get married? <laughs> Dwell with them with understanding. So your prayer will be easily answered. That's what Bible says. When your wife come to speak to you, speak back. Your prayer will be easily answered. What Pastor Chaco can't do laying hands on you, you speak to your wife at that moment, show some understanding. Prayer will be... Ah, come on church. Come on. The job that you are looking for, that career change that you are looking for, the blessing that you are looking for will happen. Don't wait for your other spouse to come and say sorry. You say sorry, you might lose the battle. But that will be the last battle you will lose. You will never lose again. And nobody is saying Amen to all those things. I didn't expect you to say Amen. I prayed well and came. I didn't expect anybody to clap hands on for this message. I knew initially you will clap, not for this. <laughs> Pastor Chaco is preaching well. Eh? Yeah. My voice are there. Praise yeah. God. We fall in love. Some people have fallen in love. Now we are thunderstruck. Because you fell in love with somebody who never discovered himself or herself. Now you are seeing the true self. You're committed among, with all these things you need to be committed, my brother. We need to be committed. Amen. You come to a marriage and say, I do, but you know you don't do. What did you? What are you doing? You said, I do, I do. What did you do? What did you do in the morning? You say into the church, I'm a member of Petra Church. Who said? I hardly see you. Demons are committed, church. Devil is committed. They are together and they are together committed. We are everything half. Greatness is not for sale. How many of you have ever seen Rolls Royce for 50% sale? How many of you ever seen an Armani for sale? Greatness cost. Come on. Come on church. It costs. Great men don't sell their faith. Amen. Don't think that I'm tithing, I'm off giving my offering. God is about to bless me. God is saying, how you're handling your marriage? How you're handling your ministry? Are you committed to church? Are you committed to school? Are you committed? Or are you like a gambling machine in Vegas? Amen. Are you with me? The lack of time. Four areas you need to be committed. To God. He is our daddy and he wants us to reciprocate as for all that you are giving him. You have to be committed to God. Amen. You're committed to your family. Come on. Look at two people and say, be committed to God and your family. All our family says, you say disco, I say party. Have you heard that song? You say disco, I say party. That's our family. Husband say disco, wife say party. We are in two different opposite directions. But through pain, look at somebody and say, whether you're married or unmarried, say through pain and through disappointment and through heart attack, heartache, it's we and us together. 
that's marriage, that's relationship, that's commitment. It's not a feeling. Otherwise, your children will be the offspring of this dysfunctionality. They'll be half committed, half 50% children. My father in heaven in Luke 15, when the prodigal son came back, he said, you are my son when you were at home. You are my son when you took your belongings and you went your own way. You are my son when you went and lived with a whore. You are my son when you had lost everything. You were my son when you acted like a crack. You were my son when you came back from prison. You were a son when you came unclean. All that you went through, you were still my son. That's God's commitment. Amen. You chose that crazy man. You chose that mad woman. Now better live with them. But pastor, you said okay. Yeah, he was the only crazy man who would have married you. <laughs> Children, be obedient to parents. They wiped your poop. And when they are old, you better wipe theirs. He's got all those unselfish children here, anywhere. You better! And commitment to church, number three. Commitment to church. Look at somebody and say, we committed to the church. Amen. That's your home. That's your house. God wants to use you. God wants to impart you. God wants to release you into assignment. Don't be a one-time traveler for 30 kilometers. Amen. Strong people will giving you, giving you. Weak people will demand of the church, but they will never give back. Amen. We want to be a church who gives back. Amen. Hallelujah to the church and to the pastor and number four committed to your dream everybody say I want to be committed to my dream Amen God has given a dream and you want to be committed to it You cannot tell somebody to believe that which you don't believe in yourself Amen Hallelujah I'll I know I've taken 10 minutes more, but I want to tell you what is the reason of so many unholiness in the Bible. I want to tell you the reason. I want you to take Ephesians chapter 3 and read this verse and we will, as the musicians get ready, I want to read Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3. Verse, verse 17. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love, Rooted and grounded in love. If your root is love, commitment is the fruit. Amen. If you are rooted and grounded in love, commitment is the fruit. 2 Corinthians 5, Paul says, His love compels me that He died for me, that the life that I live, I no longer live for myself, but the one who has given Himself for me. Praise the Lord. Amen. There's a difference between wickedness and weakness. If you are a child of God, you might have weakness, but you will never operate in wickedness. The origin of wickedness is the devil. Amen. If you start from the place of evil, you will end up back in evil. Amen. Hallelujah. God said some wicked schemes are happening against you. The wicked spirits are speaking to you over time. I command the mouth of the wicked one, shut up over your life. In the name of Jesus. Every wicked plan and plot that is birthed in hell, I bind it now. Now lose your life.
numbers. Weakness doesn't matter. Joshua was a weak person. He had a, a cloth over him which was dirty. But the Lord said, remove that dirty cloth and put the righteousness of God. He will take care of your weakness. He will take your weakness and place it there, the righteousness and His grace over your life. And number two, Isaiah 43 and the second verse. I want you to close your eyes. Isaiah 43 and the second verse. Why should you be committed? When you pass through the waters, ah. I will be with you. Ah. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. Amen. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. Amen. Nor shall the flames scorch you. Amen. Number two, we know that God is with us. Whatever storm, flood, sent from hell comes, we can still be committed because God is with us. Amen. Amen. Joseph was committed. God was with him. Servant of God spoke. If God is with you, who or what can be against you? I'll end up there. God is with you. You can be committed. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's close our eyes in prayer. Hallelujah.